daddy's working and we have to be quiet. <laughs> it feels like we're under his computer desk. I wish he was underneath my boot right now. Oh, shit. I wish his neck and head were beneath my size 13, Doc Martin. <laughs> Did you ever have them? The, the tallies? Do you mean like the knee boot Doc Martens? Yeah. <laughs> no, Everybody had dude. them. We all wore them. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> dude, imagine me wearing those <laughs> cut off shorts. Letterman's jacket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> think of think of all the worlds I could have united if I just showed up to high school in knee-high Doc Martens with a Letterman's jacket on. And also handing out army recruitment paperwork. <laughs> <laughs> goose stepping <laughs> shouting orders yeah yeah but doing it uh while wearing a rainbow flag it's just you got to throw all of it all the spaghetti at the wall and when it lands on the ground that's american culture there was a message from someone who i uh was really identifying with your conundrum in high school being a, a jock who also wanted to play magic oh really yeah, I, I don't think he was a jock, but he said he hid his, what did he say? It was like a baseball card game, turn-based card game, and he like hid that from his friends. Well, yeah, that shit's for losers. All right. should have hid it. <laughs> That's lame. I'm talking about chess, all right? I'm talking about chess meets poker. That's what magic is. It's the most <laughs> perfect game in the history of games. And he wants to bring his MLB the show into this conversation. I can't handle magic discussions, tweets. I try and I'm just like, this is its own language. I'm not allowed to. Wait, wait, you've been delving into the world? No, but like Rachel Weeks and Jake Brown will tweet oh, yeah. about their decks. And you've, yeah. t you know, when you get into, when you talk about it with somebody who knows what they're talking about, I'm not in the conversation i can't even like oh this does that like it's crazy it is um pretty complex i would imagine yeah and also like whenever i'm having those conversations there's still that ashamed piece of me inside that's like whatever i'm saying right now that's being recorded about magic is more impactful and more dangerous to my career and livelihood <laughs> than if i were to just blast a bunch of fucking slurs <laughs> if i was just saying it right now that would be better for me, for my mental health, than if if I knew that was out there, where it's just like Sam T. Slur compilation, volume four, <laughs> versus me going into like the ins and outs of like, you know, the extended format in 2004. So yeah, uh, I'll never get over that. I'm literally sitting here at my desk and my magic cards are on the desk. And I it I feel like, you know, when uh, when dudes like eat like a baby bird, they put the sheet over their head. That's how yeah. I want to look at my magic cards. <laughs> you like told me hidden. about that. I should have like a bunker where I go to just, you know, see how many wooded foothills I have. But no, <laughs> it's all out there now. I've the given bird... another piece of myself away to the zeitgeist. The bird thing, that's like high-end restaurants, right? Or is it in other countries where you do that? I think it's high-end dining. I'm sure that yeah. some Danish fucks made it up. It had to come from Copenhagen. Yeah, and that's where all of our finest dining experiences come from. Is that weird fuck out there who like 
goes within 20 feet of his restaurant to gather all of his herbs. He's like, oh, I found these mushrooms on my walk. I better cook them up for 120 euro to, for dinner. That's what that song, that country song is about. Copenhagen, got to eat a little bird. <laughs> Put a hood on so no one could see me. Copenhagen, eating underneath the sheet. <laughs> Copenhagen, so no, <laughs> I'm eating baby meat. <laughs> so no one can see how delighted I am to eat a tiny baby bird, head and bones and all. I love the way its skull crushes between my teeth. <laughs> Didn't you say it's because it's, well, I guess it's because it's, no, because you eat meat or whatever. You don't have a sheet. You don't go around the corner. So it's, it is about like enjoying it <clears throat> fully, like blasting a load. Probably it makes you hard and then you jack. And then you use the hood to clean up. Yeah, I think that when you're underneath the hood, you're actually pleasuring yourself <laughs> at a restaurant dining table in a Michelin bird, star restaurant. The bird sucks you. You blow into it, <laughs> and then you and then you eat it. Yes, yeah, so actually, these tongs are so you can complete the experiment. The, the, the pleasure <laughs> is part of the meal. The fuzzy tongs. Just make sure wang. that when you finish, you do it into the soup bowl so we can serve <laughs> your your dessert. They Have make you, you eat your own cob. <laughs> you get to. You pay for the privilege. Yeah. There's uh those. No one can um, be mad. <laughs> there's those uh like soups that have continuously been served forever. It seemed like those were everywhere on the internet for a while. You know, somebody discovered them and tweeted about them and then everybody talked about them for two days did you see that no i wasn't part of the soup discourse online yeah there were like several stories i saw in like different countries where there has been there have been families that have just kept kept a stew going for like hundreds of years i think there was one oh. in france there was one in like asia yes mother broths as we call them in the community is that it yes <laughs> yeah you have to this family has been jizzing in this soup for five generations. It was grandpa's. Uh, he would wake up every morning and come downstairs and just <laughs> pump a load into the bouillabaisse. People come from all around. Yeah. That's actually where clam chowder came from. <laughs> I uh, would I would love to make a mother broth here. I've often thought about just how restorative and powerful it would be to have just a big bowl of simmering broth going 24 7 in the house but believe it or not my wife says that's dangerous and not healthy and yes. also that i'm quote unquote not around enough to maintain it's, it yeah it would be her <laughs> responsibility immediately hey emmy mm -hmm. i'm in uh i'm in punxsutawney and then i'm in uh secaucus new jersey and then <laughs> i have to go to harrisburg pennsylvania it's the capital and so if you could just stir this every 30 seconds <laughs> So it doesn't stick to the fucking walls. Hey, Emmy, can you uh, cancel <laughs> on that uh, heart surgery that you're overseeing? I, uh, <laughs> I I put too much honey in the broth, and I'm worried it's going to scald. <laughs> I it would just be a lot of fun to come home after a long weekend, you know, put my suitcase down, give Emmy a slap on the ass, and have a big bowl of broth that I know has been an issue for her. Really what sweetens the broth is how <laughs> That has annoyed the sh <laughs> Yeah. 
Yeah, just her like <laughs> rage and spite going into every stir. God damn it. Why did I propose to him? What was the matter with me? What was I going through? What did I think he was going to fix? <laughs> I was 23. <laughs> I wanted him I wanted him to start taking care of himself more and then he did. And then he went all the way to fucking storied soup history that he wanted to get into and start he says he wants to tell his story via soup. <laughs> this is this is my medium honey this is how i paint this is my orchestra i'm conducting uh dude how about how about when we were in the hotel room and it was me you emmy and bobby and i realized that i was the fourth wheel i was the turd in the soup because i we were about to go to bed and i was like wait a minute emily's a doctor bobby's a lawyer sam's an author I'm a comedian, bartender, podcaster, dog dad, <laughs> oh, snake <shit>. owner. <laughs> I got a snake, man. I didn't know that dog dad made it onto the business card. Well, <laughs> I don't care God. for that. I think you bumped that off and put the fourth bullet point as snake owner slash crow enchanter. <laughs> oh, dude, I got a hot tip. Oh, on yeah. Crow right enchanting. <laughs> I can't remember if somebody shared it. Uh, to us or if i stumbled upon it it was probably in one of your message boards or your your meetup groups i think somebody sent me a reddit post that said hey my wife and i just moved into a house and we want to be this we want to have a ton of birds hanging out and be that the bird the spooky bird house and i was like i'm listening (laughs) and then they're like hey our son died (laughs) and we need to fix this hole in ourselves so we're gonna be bird couple (laughs) yeah so so the reply said uh get big raw shell on peanuts yeah like the bigger the better so that smaller birds can't really fuck with them i'm listening and then dust them with cayenne so that squirrels don't fuck with them and then you are primed for crows i guess crows maybe like the heat they like a spicy peanut and uh you're on your way and it also said uh you know if you there's that whole thing with uh they'll like bring you things and then you have to if you reward them then they'll bring you more of that thing um yeah if there's a weird little dance that they can that they can do with you where they bring you stuff and if they bring money and you reward them with more peanuts or or different like better stuff then you're essentially like telling them to go and like rob people and they will. So that seemed crazy, but so you're just going to have an army of thieving crows at your beck and call. I'm not going to Th- thieve. I'm not, I'm not going to turn them into pickpockets. You <laughs> buried should. the lead on this. I thought you were just no. going to be crow guy with a stump full of crows. I didn't know that you were like having a foot clan of flying warriors. <laughs> <laughs> they bring cigarettes and I'm like, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Megan, I can smoke them if the birds bring them. <laughs> Remember our vows? <laughs> you made a promise. <laughs> I sell them out of the back of my car. And they're like, this, uh, does this get gummed on? It's like, well, a little. Yeah. yeah. But hey, it's it's bird saliva, so it's safe. I would like the idea of... Uh... So one time I was eating boiled peanuts down in Shreveport. Your and I didn't realize that they loved... The crows were so into them until... Next thing I know, I look up, I'm being savaged by black birds. It's because of the cayenne and the boiled peanuts. Oh, they're into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, I think I will get a big old bag of peanuts and report back. 
Yeah, you're going to report back, hey, update, I ate all the peanuts. The peanuts didn't make it into the house from the car. It was a half-hour drive. I had to go to the peanut ranch down there in Lamar, and next thing I know, I woke up at the wheel, I was crashed into a tree, and there was peanut shells everywhere. Or, yeah, I was driving, I had the windows open, I had a couple of peanuts, God forbid, I bought them. Next thing I know, the car is just full, (laughs) throbbing with crows. The crows picked my car up and (laughs) brought me to the east for some reason. They took my sheath underwear off of my body. (laughs) They're using it as their pirate flag. They're flying it from their crow boat. (laughs) Crow, 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 your boat gently off the road. Uh... I really hope that you can figure out the crow situation to the point where you're like the crow man of Trinidad and you can't go on the road anymore because much like my broth, you have to tend to the crows. (laughs) If the crows break up your wedding or your relationship with Creech, like if they shatter your your marriage, that would only be the funniest way to get divorced. She would help me. Unlike Emmy with your soup, this would not be a huge inconvenience. She would relish it. She'd want to toss some peanuts and see some crows. She's always wanted to be like a spooky bird queen. I always said that about Creech. First time I met her at City O City, I was like, this bitch wants to be Lord of the Birds. <laughs> the blacker the birds, girl. the better. The bird oh, lady. Yeah. Well, and now that uh, spring has sprung, we have like these lilac bushes and a couple of great trees. Ooh. Everything is very green. But uh, when we moved in, when it was winter, uh, you know, and all the trees were bare and the bushes, uh, bunch of crows would definitely make us the like for halloween we could buy like a bag of candy and put half of it out there and maybe there'd be a couple of brave enough kids that would grab a, a twix and run away because of all the spooky crows the dead uh trees our house just looks a little off so i'm excited i want to scare the shit out of those fucking tweens so how many kids are in trinidad though six they're just gonna, yeah, they're gonna change masks and do laps on your house. We lost. No, no, I'm saying the birds will like scare them, and they'll be like, "Oh, it's Halloween. Maybe these two are into the occult, you know." Uh, and so they'll be scared, and they'll like nudge each other and be like, "You go get some." It's like, "No, you go get it. I don't want to get my eyes pecked out." Old man Lun lives in there with his <laughs> black beauty. That crow is looking at me. They say that her pillows are full of crow feathers. <laughs> the crows, the pro, the crows bring him cigarettes and her pleasure. It's just a bunch of ladies, a bunch of crows going down on your wife, <laughs> just nibbling on her clit like a big old ear of corn. It's boiled. It's boiled, y'all, and it tastes of cayenne. Are you gonna? Are you ever gonna try and like eat the crows? Is this a food source no. situation? No, and they're smart enough. They'll know right away if I'm onto them. <laughs> if the cayenne also comes with a little paprika, they will know to stay away. Yeah, you probably are dumber than a crow, as our as your like revelatory ranking late at night at that hotel room has figured out. You're the dumbest guy now. I was the dumbest, or I was the least accomplished in a room with three other go getters. That was do okay. You, do you think that I like knowing that Bobby is officially better than us? <laughs> That was nobody could have predicted it. No, we. <laughs> it's the upset of the summer. <laughs> the, the come from behind victory that movies are made of. It would be like the Heat beating the Nuggets in five. That's the same as oh. Bobby becoming a lawyer. Don't you put that out there. Hey man, I'm just saying, Bobby is a miracle baby, and it's a crazy that he didn't swallow his tongue in the crib, and now all of a sudden <laughs> he's a fucking lawyer. Maybe our bullying inspired him. 
no, I think it was being a being a bartender and seeing what his options were. Yeah, how he's turning into just an old chode. He was just looking <laughs> down the barrel of being a senior chode. <laughs> <laughs> One day I could run the chode factory. <laughs> I get an <laughs> extra ten minutes for lunch. Bobby being a lawyer, he Emily was like, "Well, I'm a doctor," and Bobby was like, "Yeah, I'm a doctor too. I have a." doctor of like law and emily was like oh crap so i'm dumber than you <laughs> she dumped him out to yeah. fucking make everybody shut up what do you think about these fellas now who's the doctor <laughs> now who's the lawyer oh these two are <laughs> it looks like they're working together <laughs> you know what a funny bit is if someone uh <laughs> i don't know how to set this up but you grab an object right and some and you say hey you know what this is and so you're like, they're like, oh, uh, yeah, it's a, and I was like, no, no, here, hold it. And then they take it and you go beep, beep, beep. It's a show detector. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know how to set it up. You nailed it. <laughs> that was good, right? <laughs> <laughs> You've been doing that up there? No, no. I did it with uh, Adam Egot in the mothership. And we've been laughing about it the last couple of days about going on Shark Tank and being like, sharks, I present to you. The chode detector. <laughs> and Mark Cuban's like, well, no way it works. And he, you're like, for 100K, I won't make you pick it up. And he's like, all right, I'll give you 200. <laughs> Just keep it in your pocket. <laughs> and, well played. Uh, well played, yeah. senior chode detector. All right, I'll buy in. Six million for 10%. <laughs> you're like, all right. Do you want to hold it? <laughs> it's not on, right? It's off? I'm like, well, let's find out. <laughs> Here you go, Mr. Aniche. Beep, 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 beep. Uh-oh. Damn. Oh, got my ass. <laughs> I'll pay $20 million to suppress this technology. It's yeah, like the electric what, car. That's what <laughs> would happen, yeah. Thing. <laughs> yeah, you would, get, you would get bought, acquired, and then you, nobody would ever hear of the chode detector again. Yeah, you just have to put it deep in the desert where <laughs> you bury, bury uranium. <laughs> This technology can't fall into the wrong hands. Putin hands it to Biden. <laughs> beep, beep, beep. Oh, damn. He got me. He me damn. Oh, shit. <laughs> It'd be like a joy buzzer, you know, like you hide it in your palm and you go to shake hands with someone and then you pull back your hand and they're holding a little object and they're like, no, no. Beep, beep, beep. What was that? Your Joe detector going off? No fucking dog. George Michael being carried away by crows. Shut up. Yeah, keep. He's trying to keep the crows away. He doesn't want the competition. He's, he's like, I already jealous. got a snake in here. I know. And I'm gonna have several birds out there also getting some snacks and some pets. I don't think you pet them. I think you just salute them. <laughs> yeah. You you listen to them. They yeah, I think you just stand with your arms akimbo and you wait for them to swarm you. You just put your head back and hold your arms up. Call it the Jason Lee. They're making another one, but it doesn't oh, look good. Did you write the script? No, they're you breaking the news. I consulted. I was like, more crows, damn it. There needs they're... to be so many fucking crows. Maybe we everybody... can give the crows a line this time. Let them talk. <laughs> this is also appropriation. So maybe the lead should be a crow. <laughs> Better to teach a crow kung fu, karate, you know, how to handle a gun. Than to have some schmuck 
put a crow costume on and act like he knows what the hell he's doing. <laughs> I want to see that dead spin article about like <laughs> racial appropriation of crow culture. That would be great. It would be great, wouldn't it? God, it'd be a better place. Imagine how that would go. Nicer world. Bring a couple smiles and some weird bird folks. Do you really think that uh, you're the dumbest one, though? Well, you know, I'm fine. But it was funny to just list who's where people where the four people in the two beds were at. Yeah. And I was, uh, you know, by standard, you know, I'll say this. uh, Bobby's not a husband. So I've got that on him and that's not going to pay the bills, but it does improve my quality of life. Literally anyone can be a husband. Can they? Not really. Oh, for sure. Well, you know what I mean? Can they be happy? Can they be in a, a successful relationship? Or is it just going to be, a, a you know, a, another layer to the nightmare that is reality, that is life? Yeah, you so, are better off. I, I feel bad for Bobby out there on his motorcycle getting all that hot paralegal <laughs> pussy. Just using his power incorrectly. Be like, oh, you want you want to sit on the bench? <laughs> I call this the bench. He whips out his nice piece. Remember when he was rock hard when he got out of bed after laying next to you for like 10 hours? How could I forget? Yeah, what was that about? Morning. Morning wood. Yeah, but he'd been awake at that point for two hours laying next to you, hearing you make all your morning noises like a fucking steamship coming into port. And he gets out and he's fucking Pingo Jr. He's Pingo Esquire. No, he said, <clears throat> I think he said that he he drifted off. He was thinking about probably thinking about boning somebody. And then, yeah, not our wives. The show detector went off. And oh, also I had like, the detector did not go off. I had gotten into the shower. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. It was yeah. pretty long. Too long yes. for a chode. Long and skinny. I saw Bobby's dick when we were on tour. I remember you wouldn't shut up about it. Well, it was it was funny because I just didn't know that he was peeing outside of the van. We had stopped. I think it was when we looked at the sea lions between Morrow Bay and San Francisco. Yeah, Cam was peeing, too. It was on the side of the road. I wish I could have seen both. Cam's has got to be crazy. I bet it's all scabbed and terrible. It's all that (laughs) 19-year-old bartender pussy he's wrecked throughout the years. But yeah, I saw Bobby's and I was like, whoa, cool dick, Bob. And, uh, you know, he nodded and his dick nodded. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Cam's probably looks like a snapped into Slim Jim, like the like the <laughs> Slim Jims they had for Randy Savage during the commercial shoots. It's like, Arr, it's yeah. like, Take two. Arr. That's just <laughs> Cam's hog now after slamming it in so many nice pieces of ace. They're pretty resilient. I don't know. I'll bet uh, I'll bet he took care of it, and it still looks pretty cool. We should just figure out penile technology and put it into, like, cars. You could have, like, a little car, and then you put a bunch of gas in it or make it go real fast, and it extends, and you can put the whole family in there. A, a car that's mostly flesh and blood and bone? <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like, if we can figure out the whole, like, circuitry of what makes the penis tick, we can put that into helicopters and airplanes and cars. I don't think you want a bigger helicopter. It would just crash. You know, it would be cool is Ugh. to put the chode detector <laughs> technology into a van. And then you go drive around and pick people up. And then they're like, oh, what is this? Like an Uber or like a yeah, ride share? And you're like, no, no, you're in the chode mobile. <laughs> and then when they put when they put your seatbelts on 
And when the seatbelt goes in, they can detect if you do or do not, in fact, have a chode. <laughs> oh, it's well, I thought it was whether you are a chode. No, no, it's if you have one or not. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that's why no one wants it to get out. That's why it's the most dangerous <laughs> yeah, technology even... since AI. Right, because a lot of people already know if someone is a chode. For sure. That's Based evident. on their fedora, how much they stink. Yeah. But yeah, it's... If they call a sword a katana or not. But yes, <laughs> if you just have a device and you're like, hey, put her there, and you slip it to them, and they're like, what's the beep, beep, a net falls down, <laughs> a bunch of smoke alarms go off. Like, oh, no, my secret's out. My secret's as big as it is wide. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, and that's a problem. We should, but I think that a novelty line of show detectors could really go far. Like it could, re, it could, you know, revolutionize Spencer's gifts, that kind of thing. Oh, yeah, we would go to Spencer's first. Yeah. And start there. And then next, the world. Next, the Olympics. <laughs> yeah, the Olympics of chode detecting. I you guess should you train it. your crows to smell out people's chodes. Oh, I'd have dozens of chode detectors. Yes, exactly. And then you could be like, look, I'll go public with this information, or you can pay me off in uncooked peanuts for my flock. <laughs> We all have bad habits. Maybe you curse too much in front of grandma. Hey, Maybe fuck you, you, you old bitch. Your victory garden sucks my dick. Your spaghetti is bullshit. Yeah, what's the secret ingredient? Grandpa's jizz? Chodes? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, what is this? I thought this was calamari. It's just a bunch of chodes, grandma. <laughs> oh, gross. Yes. But yeah, maybe you do that. Maybe you've been kicked out of your kids' Little League games. God, those videos are awful. Do you watch those? Of just course. I have a lot parents. of money on those games. <laughs> just parents parents beating the shit. I just saw a ref knock out a dude from behind. It was wild. A referee punched a man? Yeah, the, the parent was going after the other referee. And then ref, the, the, the alpha ref, just fucking knocks him out in the middle of the basketball court holy shit i would love that you know my favorite memory from kids little league games is uh they were like an mtv show and it was i think it was juvenile it was either juvenile or trick daddy and they fixed a like a sixth grade football game at <laughs> halftime he takes the quarterback aside and he's like whispering to him off camera and then the quarterback goes in and just starts fucking tanking and then at the end of the game he holds up a bunch of money it was awesome <laughs> whoa <laughs> i like that yes you know what else is awesome, though, Lund? Hmm. Fume. That's right. Fume is the innovative device that replaces that nasty hand-to-mouth habit you want to do less of. And of and course, habit is we're in talking quotes. about... For, for legal reasons, habit is in quotation marks. Shut up. Uh, that nasty hand-to-mouth habit, which, of course, talking about eating your gist. Oh, uh, sorry, it, I stepped on that. It lets... Yeah. Well, you can't teach timing. <laughs> it, <laughs> it lets you remove the bad while still keeping the habit, making it a much easier transition on your brain and body. Are there there's electronics no involved? There's well, there's no electronics. Fume is it completely is natural? Completely natural. Shut up. What about vapor or harmful chemicals? Just read it. I'm we're, we're doing it together. No. There's, well, there's no vapor or harmful chemicals. I'll answer are, myself. Are there any vapors or harm? That's what you're doing. You're just fucking. <laughs> All over me. Yeah, I know. It's like a two-man tag team match. It's like an echo where one echo, where the first voice is strong and the second one is a little tiny gay. Hey, I got an echo for you right here, pal. <laughs> Grabs. Did mats. you buy me? Did you buy me an echo? 
<laughs> yes. Those are cool. There's Is no vapor or harmful chemicals. Fume just uses air and all natural delicious flavors like white cranberry and crisp mint. I'm they a sure big do. fan of the fucking cranberry. I have it over at my writing desk right now, and it's perfect. You just put it in your mouth. You honk on it. Uh, it doesn't fill your lungs with any like wet feeling. It's just air. You're just breathing in air. They're selling air. It's a perfect, perfect situation. Well, they're selling. Yeah, those those flavors are good. I like the maple pepper. It is uh, complex and rewarding. And yeah, you've got the you've got a little bit of the weight to the to the device, and you got it in your hand. You take a couple puffs, and uh, yeah, you're on your way. It is. Uh, I get it. I get it too. A lot of people use toothpicks to uh, accomplish the same situation, and this is cooler because it it's like yeah. made of metal and wood. There's an adjustable yeah. airflow dial, movable parts, magnets for fidgeting. Uh, fume helps reduce stress and anxiety while you break your habit. Yeah, so, I, I didn't know that that was part of it. But yeah, there's a little clicking sound so you can twist it and have that clicking going on. You can pull it apart, push it back usually, together. Whenever I put a fidget spinner in my mouth, one of my <laughs> wife's friends says, hey, that's my baby. Spit it out. <laughs> that's right. Now we have to we have to boil that before a little Roseanne has it again. Um <laughs> But hey, look, stopping is something we all put off because it's hard. But switching to Fume is easy, enjoyable, and even fun. Fume has served over 100,000 customers and has thousands of success stories. And there's no reason that that can't be you. Join Fume in accelerating humanity's breakup from destructive habits by picking up the journey pack today. Head to tryfume.com and use code chubby to save 10%. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10% off when you get the journey pack today that's try fum.com and use code chubby to save an additional 10 percent off of your order today fume me too bad ravens are cooler than crows no not really which one's bigger ravens ravens for sure okay but crows are some... kind of the chode of the blackbird world <laughs> no way man they're huge they're crazy they out here so if ravens are even bigger they might be too big and the yeah, yeah you don't want competition you don't want creech to leave you for a raven mm-hmm. if yeah if they get too smart i think i'm going to edgar Allan poe's house on friday with tim butterly nice yeah that'll be fun report back on whether you know there's a bunch of ravens. <laughs> Just what waiting if, for Edgar to rise from the grave and lead yeah. them to victory over yeah, so humans. Standing vigil over his headstone. What mm-hmm. if Edgar Allan Poe wrote The Crow? That'd be sick. Oh, hell yeah. Now we're talking. Uh-oh, I'm lost in it. <laughs> so, hey. The revenue. The revenue. The, the revenue. Merch. Oh man, save it. Save it for the pitch. Save it I for will. the elevator. Look, so either you guys make this money, you make this movie, you give me all the money I want for this movie, or you have to handle this object. <laughs> 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 well, for sure we're gonna handle the object. I mean, we don't want to give you 20 million. All right, here you go. <laughs> beep, beep, beep. No, no. <laughs> Pixar's ruined. Everybody I it, knows. I thought it was long enough to avoid detection. <laughs> no, but it's really long, but also really wide. It's like a dinner plate. It sucks. Oh, man. Can I ask you a serious question? Let's get serious. Will you handle this object? <laughs> Give it. Here you go. 
No, it's small, but it's not chode size. <laughs> I'd love to see a real chode in the wild. Oh, you're at the uni- you're at the urinal. You're taking your weekly it's, peak. You know, you're at the ball it's game. A, it's not a real thing. It's hyperbole. There's no way that there's like there's chodes out there. <laughs> no, they, exist. they walk amongst us. I don't think that's true. Your best friend could even have a chode, and you'd never know <laughs> until you give him this device on his birthday. The chodening. Yeah, before the first time you have sex with a lady, she's like, "All right, you have you have you have protection." And you're like, oh, I got him right here. And then she's like, all right, just handle this device real quick. <laughs> Not the device. Um, here's my serious question. Mm-hmm. I need you to answer now in front of all of the patrons and the regular listeners. Are you coming to Japan with me? Is it getting funded? Yeah, it's funded by our Patreon listeners. Well, I thought maybe it was going to be super funded. Well, if it was super funded, that would just go towards a camera guy. No, it would go towards first class. No, that you know how much it costs to fly first class to Japan? It's like 30K. Jesus. You know how many Ooh. bowls of ramen we can get for 30K? You guys are in the UNME when you uh, got lowered into the fuselage of the plane. That was coach. Yeah. No, so we I used a bunch of my premier qualifying points to upgrade us to first class, and it okay. ruined her. And now she's a spoiled little fat diaper bitch who keeps asking me to handle this device. <laughs> okay. Um, it's like 2K round trip to go to Japan with me, your, your friend, I thought. Now business partner. It's been complicated. It's a ton of money. It's not that much money. Megan just bought a failing business. <laughs> just kidding. Just, I'm joking. I'm joking. Yeah, dude, that blew my mind. I told Emily and she went, Jesus Christ. Why? Doesn't it have to make 500 bucks a day to sustain? Uh, Yeah, which is totally doable. Is that? Yeah. Okay. All right. It just seems like a lot for a coffee shop that caters to a community of 40 people there's a lot of people that want to do drugs in the bathroom or take a shower in the sink and they have to buy they have to buy something that's a dollar sticker that's a two dollar pack of gum Mm -hmm. Uh, and that's that adds up pretty quick it does it yeah if you guys just cater directly to hobos that's pretty sick well not directly multiple streams man drifters dropouts vagabonds crow lords all of them. Whoa. Oh, look who decided to swing by the office. Oh, yeah. I watched Funny People last night. and Dude, did you? I almost did as well. Yeah. I almost did too on Netflix. Yeah. And skinny Seth Rogen kept making me think of Becker. Wow. Yeah. It was funny. Like the way that he like, he's like, you know, very um, like excitable and like stoked you know obviously he gets this opportunity out of nowhere and he's all like happy about it so he's always like smiling and kind of just like upbeat and it made me think of becker and i was like i miss yeah. my beck i miss my beck man becker's also fallen ass backwards into a hell of an opportunity <laughs> <laughs> wow watching you go to sleep yeah uh, yeah it's pretty great i love it I bet he, you do. He holds the microphone with two hands the whole time, which uh, annoys <laughs> me. Weird. That's how he did it when he was a kid, though. Did he? 
Becker doesn't even use a microphone on his podcast. He's pulling a Josh Blue. That's good. Hands, I'm, coming in, free. I'm coming in on my 10 just because I wanted to be a part of this because I miss doing it because you guys have been. Becker, we miss you too. Busy. Is the tattoo still on or did you scrub it off in the night? I haven't gotten it removed yet. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, nice. Did you peel off the sticker? Nope. Why is yours? Yours is all clean. It looked good. Yeah. Mine has a bunch know. of worms coming out of it. I don't know. I was, I'm like still kind of manic. I'm going to go see somebody about some head pills next week. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, hey, Becker, I uh, I just had something airdrop to your house by Art Lund's Army of Crows. I dropped off a device at your house. Nice. I was wondering if you could pick it up and handle it. What is it? Um, You'll find out. Here, let's actually, I'll pass, I'll pass mine through the camera to you. Here, ready? Becker, it's a bit. You're not. <laughs> it's not actually outside. I heard a noise earlier. I thought Lund actually ran something to my house. Lund hasn't run <laughs> anything ever. It's possible. Yeah. <laughs> it's possible. It's more possible that an army of crows dropped the chode detector off at your house. <laughs> <laughs> it's a chode detector? Yeah, yeah. No, pick it up. It's pick a it cool guy. It's a cool guy detector. Yeah. If it goes off, it lets everyone know that you're a rude dude with a crude attitude. <laughs> nice. Yeah, Becker, this is this episode's been heavily influenced by the advent of the chode detector. <laughs> awesome. It, yeah, it's just it's a simple device. It looks like a lighter, maybe. Like do you, actually, do you have a lighter there? So give it a flick. Beep, 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 beep. Chode oh, detected. Shit. Oh crap, Becker. What a bad way for everyone to find out that you're not <laughs> rocking a sick piece. I bet your penis looks a lot like your head. A lot of hair on the sides. Yes. And then just like <laughs> three strands coming directly out of the tip. <laughs> so Becker, Lund was just telling me whether or not he is going to come to Japan. So we're going to do the big reveal right now. Lund, are you in or are you out? I don't know. Jesus Christ. What is it <laughs> with you guys? No one can commit to going on a cool trip with me. Smooth Daddy T, Lord of the Ramen Bowl. You love go. food. You guys are it, such food wads, but yet you won't go to food mecca. You won't too, go to yum yum paradise where all the chicks are four foot two. Is it two k a piece or two k per person? That's, that's I know exactly I said the same thing. I was pulling up a calendar at the same time. Is it two k a piece or is it a thousand a person? It's two k a piece a round pop. trip. Two k a j pop. Yeah. Okay. Also, how could you go? You just started. I already, working. Have, I already have like a month of vacation that'll activate, that'll activate on the <laughs> oh, I guess that... this month. Yeah. In fact, sense. Becker, you've been working so much. Why don't you pay for Lund to go as well? I, I, mean, I have to figure out if I can pay for myself and swing all my bills. But as long Think as that works. It, Think my... about us over there. Just terrorizing Tokyo. Shirts off. I want to go so bad. Handing out show detectors left and right. Are you doing Just shows? the world alive with ringing noises. I'm doing shows. You could open for me in Japan, Lund. So it makes some money. No. Oh, okay. Good. I wouldn't pay you or anything. You get the opportunity to open for me in Japan. How many shows? Three. So a thousand a show. So I would. Yes, I'll pay t- you a thousand yen a show. You got a deal. <laughs> no, no, no. Too late. No, I didn't shake. Yes, but the crows just came and held up a thumbs up outside my window. <laughs> I just don't know why I gotta fucking twist your guys' nipples to come to Japan. The greatest place on earth. 
I'm ready to go. I'm not supposed to have fun. Yeah, I know. You're like, oh, I love being married. Bobby could never be married. Marriage rocks. And now you can't go to cool guy Tokyo with me and Becker, your two best friends on Earth. It's not that I can't. It sounds like you can't. It sounds like you're being a real wet handful of shit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Becker's in his uh, business office now. Or maybe he's on the toilet. I can't tell. I'm, I'm I'm in my comfy chair. Oh, nice. The dab chamber. Yeah. So, Becker, you've been driven into some kind of bout of insanity due to your tattoo. I, I don't I don't think it was the tattoo. I think the tattoo just like spiked chemicals in my brain where like now I can't come down. I've been having a panic attack since like after like an hour after the tattoo. I just have not like calmed down at all. I bet that was a fun car ride home with Carlos. I bet he liked that. It was it was all right. You I kept trying it. to open the door. I, I held it together. <laughs> But no, just like can't keep food down kind of bad. Well, you know what will probably help you with your anxiety is smoking a bunch of dab hits. That always helped me calm it down. It helps me. I don't I'm broken different than you. Yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah, we have different fractures in our psyche. Well, here's the thing. Becker, if Becker went to Japan, he couldn't have weed for a week. I'm kind of excited the- by that. Yeah, you'd have to if you get busted smoking weed over there, the emperor hands you a device. <laughs> and they turn it into a chode. Yes. If, if you already have a chode, then they cut it off. Which is actually pretty it's it's not as easy as it sounds to create a chode because you have to widen it as well. And that's tough. Just chopping it off with your samurai sword, anyone can do that. Yeah. You have to smush yeah, yeah. They have to smush it. You know what they do? That's that's why they eat those um those pancakes that are this thick because they use mm-hmm. the same technology in your chode <laughs> to make your peen expand <laughs> we can have those pancakes all day also i just found out about a competitive noodle eating restaurant in tokyo whoa it's 10 bucks for 40 minutes all the noodles you can cram is it good like what are the reviews like everyone says it, i got really sick afterward <laughs> i ate 130 <laughs> bowls of noodles why did i do this <laughs> okay yeah fun i like this i'd be down for that that'd be a good way to get tired without weed that's right and also they have they have like thca over there you can take dab hits they also have medicinal weed now Ooh. it started between your last trip and now i believe or it started like during your last trip at the end oh my god we can be stoned in tokyo that would be no jokio brokio i know <laughs> i'm also and- cool with being sober there also, well, I'm not going to be sober. I'm going to be drinking a bunch of acai super dries. You know, a fun thing you can do over there is you can do any accent you want and people don't know better. So you can just walk around doing black guy accent and no one's mad at you. Or as I call it, jelly roll accent. <laughs> the perfect crime. <laughs> hey, y'all, it's me jelly roll, motherfuckers. Uh, people would think i'm jelly roll <laughs> we he's all bust tat- out the sharpie every day and do your face yeah he's all tatted yeah. up lund we can also go see a sumo show or we can go see a wrestling show that would be sick think about how much fun you would have at a japanese wrestling show oh yeah you weren't allowed when you it's were over there with your wife no i wasn't she said it was for <clears throat> birds <laughs> uh, yeah fuck uh i gotta figure that out okay well why don't you think about that and i'll tell you about a funny little story that happened up here please so 
Emmy has befriended two little people. Okay. And I don't mean just like your 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 beautiful, sweet, innocent sister Kim. I mean legally small. Mm-hmm. We used How to have she... a term for it, and it was adorable. But they're little guys. Yeah. Like real little, like tinies. Not smushos, just like, you know. They're There's... God's jesters, as we call them in the community. There is a difference. Yes. Smusho is so anyway. There's two little people, and she wants to throw a dinner party over here for all of her co-workers, but she's worried that our dining room table, that the stools are too high, and that their feet are going to fall asleep from dangling while we're like <laughs> sitting around the table. So she told me to talk to Toby and ask him to make miniature stools. But, but then how would they be tall enough for the table? exactly so <laughs> she's a doctor i know she is but bobby's a lawyer so everything's been thrown out the window all right <laughs> up uh, is down yeah so i told her i was like well if we get miniature stools though then they're just going to be a pair of eyebrows of right above the, the line of the level of the, of the table so now she wants toby to make a miniature table <laughs> so, no, so she's going to give him a kid's table <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna hit him with the yeah the separate but equal kids table <laughs> oh, so we'll have a little table and we'll sit on the ground and they'll be on small stools oh you'll be on the ground <laughs> the table style your table oh, is no. not in use so she wants to have a whole new setup as if and also when these people show up they're going to be like, oh, this, so this is just how you usually do this? You just have two small little chairs and then you guys sit on the ground? <laughs> yeah, I feel like they're prepared for normal seating. I think that they're used to sitting in normal chairs. That's what I mean. Yes. One of them is a doctor. The other one, uh, you know, manages a hollow out tree. <laughs> King of the crows. <laughs> what so I got to go to Toby and be like, hey, Toby, can you uh, do me a favor on the arm? You uh whip up a tiny table. We got these tinies <laughs> coming over. <laughs> we got these little guys coming over, and I don't want them to feel left out. So uh, you gotta hide. You gotta hide your dining room table. Yeah, we have to like throw a blanket over it. <laughs> That's not gonna. We... That doesn't hide it. Well, I was like, what if we fed him in the bathtub? <laughs> what if we just filled the tub with slop and said, "This is your guys's room." <laughs> Or better yet, top of the toilet if they're very small. <laughs> hey, these little guys in the top of the toilet, what are they doing in there? Floating around? We're going to look like idiots. Toby, <laughs> I need a table. I need a novelty sized table. I'm really tickled by the idea of waking up in the hospital and a little person in a lab coat running around me. <laughs> so the little person uses a scooter to get around the hospital. <laughs> little, little, little doctor. Yeah. <laughs> little house hey 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 uh, casita that's what they call him his little house uh before you come in i need you to handle this device <laughs> <laughs> huh. so i told her that she's insane and we're gonna get in trouble and they just have to eat at a normal table also normal you know how much how difficult it's gonna be for me to not blow it and to keep a straight face no matter what size the table is. Yeah. I got two of them in my house using my forks and knives, uh, using my toilet, using my bidet. They better not use the bidet. Yeah, because they're going to get stuck to the ceiling. They're going to get blasted. Yes. 
They're going to ride the wave. I'm going to have to make them wear bells around their neck like cows in case <laughs> they get in the pipes <laughs> so we can find them. One of them's just on his on his back in my wife's underwear drawer like a turtle. Help! <laughs> Let me out! Help, it reeks in here! Are we I didn't know I was in the dirty voice? drawer. What? Are we allowed to do that voice still? What? Guy who has smaller vocal cords? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, I was just asking. I can do I can do big vocal cord guy too. This is all right. <laughs> in Japan, maybe. This is a normal voice. What if in Japan I did high pitch Eric the whole time? Oh guys, I ate too many noodles. <laughs> I gotta get back to the hotel before I goosh. <laughs> all right, I gotta go back. All right. all right. It's a wrap on Becker. Bye. Bye. The best producer in the game. Jake Becker, everybody. <laughs> part-time dad jake becker (laughs) (laughs) so now that becker's gone let's talk about it you me japanese hotel room not sharing a big old bed becker i heard on the ground like a dog somebody just said that the oh royce said that the beds were too small for him and we're the same height you and royce are the same height Eh, close i don't you're five six i don't think he's taller than me i think we're both five ten and three quarters yeah but if there was a human body chode detector his would not alarm but yours would because you're a human chode body god he's ripped and he shaved his head which was the right move i know yep i'm still i'm still hanging on i've been shaving every day your face or your no the pubes are still unruly the pubes still look like your chin well i was thinking if you shaved up here did i shave my forehead yeah no, no one does that except for black guys. I thought maybe you, you were just doing the jelly roll voice. I thought maybe you were appropriating the culture and taking a little off the top of hillbilly culture. Cause that's what, <clears throat> that's what jelly roll is. You're shaving every day. Oh yeah. I meant to say, uh, I'm using got, the manscape ball shaver on my face and it's you've great. Got, you've got the, uh, your facial hair grows a lot more quickly than mine because when we first got to Ensenada, <clears throat> you shaved into mm-hmm. uh, chops and I shaved my cheeks. <clears throat> and after like five days, you had like quite a bit of growth and I had just a tiny little bit of nothing. Oh, yeah, dude. This shit I so shaved. I told Emmy I'm shaving every day. If you notice, I got rid of my sideburns and my chops. And now I must oh, say, good. I was looking at the fucking mirror last night, the comedy fort. I'm a real hot piece of ass. Like I'm, I'm a handsome guy. I was standing next to Alec Flynn and I was like, who's the pig? And I shoved him out of the mirror. <laughs> yeah. Gross. Yeah. I look good. Look at this face. I know I kind of look like I'm in black and white due to the sun beating down upon me, but the, oh yeah, you had your, you took your glasses off when we were waiting for the elevator at the hotel. And, uh, I, yeah, I noticed that mm-hmm. you were more striking and it doesn't make sense because it's not like the glasses hide your eyes but it does something i guess well, i mean when i put him back on it makes my eyes look weird <laughs> what's going on it makes your voice weird too yeah oh, glasses crap. Are crazy i got a tiny <laughs> guy in my house and i can't find him <laughs> but now oh hey what's up jeez smoke who show wants have, who wants to have sex with me willingly <laughs> oh everybody damn no problem but before you jam me please handle this device <laughs> i want to be I snug wanna, in there i want to waste my time with some chode <laughs> <laughs> no chodes only 
I have a tattoo above my butthole that says chodes only. You know, it would have uh, really made the tested the the longevity, the battery life of a chode detector was the charity basketball game that we were a part of on Sunday. Good God. I've been thinking about it. And <laughs> tell me. Well, so you want everybody to be involved. Let's have fun. We're raising money. We're trying to cure cancer or whatever. And you have a basketball game with a bunch of comics. Now, people want to be involved. It's networking. It's fun. But you also have, like, I used to be competitive with everything, like, annoyingly competitive, like, yep. freak out, whatever. Yeah, and you so were I banned could... from all the Candy Crush servers for saying the N-word too much. <laughs> so uh, I get being competitive, but when the result is what happened Sunday, <laughs> it's just, it was awkward. It was weird. Yeah. And it made me think of solutions. And then I was, and then, it, but it then you you're over a final solution. <laughs> yeah. Is that where this is going? <laughs> we need to have separate, but equal charity basketball games. <laughs> and they're not equal in talent, but <clears throat> no, just, uh, I don't know. Just, you had some real awkward, clumsy fucks going up against like former d1 athletes and it was crazy yeah you had pat richardson out there (laughs) with his shrek shirt tucked into a pair of my shorts shorts. oh no (laughs) yeah your shorts my shorts i don't know how he got he's like they were in my bag no they weren't you my suitcase was in your car and you went out there at halftime and you dug around in my suitcase you rummaged about like a pig trying to find morel mushrooms and you found a pair of my shorts and you put them on your weird body also, mm-hmm. Pat, I don't even need you to hold this device because the shorts are so tight. I'll ring the alarm right here. So <laughs> so you had Pat out there versus that white chocolate guy who played three years at Dayton D1 basketball. And I looked up his stats. He was a fucking starter at Dayton. Damn. Yeah. So you have Pat, the human egg, running around Humpty Dumpty style <laughs> versus a guy who, you know, could play young bird man in the biopic. Oh, did you know that Vanderplug was doing no. Birdman? No, we had that realization oh, holding okay. hands you side to side. <laughs> yeah. That sucked. I felt like an idiot. Yes, but that game was here. Let's just so explain the game from top to bottom. Uh we did a charity basketball game a few years ago. This was the second one, raising money for St. Jude. Uh and so there were four teams of comedians. Uh, the the captains picked the teams. Mm-hmm. That's another thing. I think there should maybe be like a lottery draft so that there's not this like ridiculous inequality in skill level. But yeah, there were four teams of comics uh, that played basketball. It was a, it was a wild time. Some Two people of the teams had a shot. Two of the teams looked like they were benefiting from the St. Jude's cancer money. <laughs> they looked yeah. like they should have a tiny table made for them. Because, right. Yeah. God, that was, was a bloodbath. Yeah. And so it was a why. And so then we're in basketball social house, which is it's a series of basketball courts. One big show and- detector. <laughs> yeah, there was a show detector on the way in. Half, yes. of, half of the people weren't allowed inside. <laughs> yes. So they were out there smoking. <laughs> and it was cacophonous because you had 
a sound system that was just blaring music. There was a sound guy who really wanted to be the star of the fucking show. Yeah. And a woman who had learned the scoreboard right before everything started. So she was having a panic attack the whole time. Yes. Who knows what the actual scores of those games were. But you had uh, two women that joined Jacob Rupp and Noah Reynolds on the microphone for the first two games. Who was sound effects and music yeah. being played by sound guy behind them. And you couldn't and hear a word that anyone said. You couldn't in the corners where we where we were at first. Yeah, you couldn't you couldn't hear anything. And it, but that wasn't the case everywhere. OK, Elliot Broder said several times, this guy's a professional sound guy. And I was like, OK, well, he could turn everything down and stop hitting the button that says boom shakalaka. And the other one that says airball because he, he was got, getting his shit in. I, yeah, he was. Well, and I heard he got had, signed. He got signed had, to a morning zoo crew after that afternoon so yeah good, he's, good he's on, on the road with and one now <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it was a lot and especially after like we did a show at manitou thursday two uh-huh. lucha libre and laughs we did plus the content pod, farm we right, did so podcast, much fucking pod content content tattoos at from 9 to eleven thirty in the morning uh-huh. <laughs> uh it was uh i was just like over completely wiped yeah and then it's just (laughs) a bunch of bad basketball luckily uh you know a lot of friends it was nice to see a lot of people there that i hadn't seen uh in a while whatever you kind of got to do a victory lap they're like oh shit that's big dog lund yeah i got a lot of slaps on the hiney yeah and a lot of attaboys but yeah i just thought god some of these people should have said i will make a donation to St. Jude. I will, uh, you know, get into my lab in the basement and try to cure cancer. I will not, I gracefully respectfully will not play basketball. Yeah. I won't get out. I won't go out there and just get totally fucked hosed by a bunch of athletes. Yeah. There was a PhD wearing a backwards hat. It's like, she needs to get out of there. She's going to get broken in half. There were a couple of people that I don't think could have picked a basketball out of a lineup of, (laughs) balls and 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 sports equipment there was a they, couple people that were would have been mistaken for basketball their shirts were off <laughs> they would have they would have picked up a football helmet and said all right boys first to 21 yeah <laughs> try to dribble the basketball they're like oh i don't have very good handles <laughs> mitch jones falling down was incredible it ruled it was early on in the afternoon and nothing compared well elon stribling dunking ruled and mitch jones falling down were like the two highlights yeah but not in that order mitch jones falling down was yeah, like one. sports center top 10 number one <laughs> elon yeah. dunking would have been like you know maybe number eight it was pretty it sick. was he did elevate it was cool though yeah because i had no idea he likes to fish he, do, he does comedy i didn't know that he bawled nothing and... made you think that he might be able to slam dunk no he's nothing not... about him it wasn't a a giveaway there it's that's not how it works not every black person is good at basketball okay okay i mean david (laughs) bory can slam dunk 360 (laughs) uh i thought it was funny dude mitch lant mitch fell in the classic giant fat guy way uh, for no reason other no than he was trying all. to he was trying to run yeah. <laughs> yeah he like turned around real quick 
there was a transition and he started to run and he got like three steps and every one of them was just closer and closer to the edge. And then he fell directly on his face with his hands. (laughs) His wrists hit the ground first, which means he did not break his fall. His wrists were at his side and it was like watching a seal slide into home base. It was awesome. Yeah, he landed like a, it was like watching a plane land. <laughs> it was perfect. It was. It My was, sister uh, described it as squishing into the ground. <laughs> he didn't fall. He just yeah, squished into the, the ground. <laughs> they're going to have to repair the basketball court before kids are allowed on it. Yeah. All the money that we raised is going to fix that divot that he put in the tarmac. <laughs> and also that really brought everyone together. People from all the different socioeconomic circles and, you know, different tiers of success in stand-up were able to watch Mitch Joan biff his squiff. I <laughs> I fell down. <laughs> I was rocked. Yeah, it it was awesome. It did bring us together briefly, but then we went back to some of these guys are acting like they get JFL in 2000 if they do a good job here the that dude from dayton was doing the too small and it's mm-hmm. like yes they're too small there's two small tiny women that you are manhandling every time they get the ball instead of letting them shoot an air ball and then you know continuing with your domination like it was yeah you're six did seven you, did you notice just the the assaults that were happening in the paint like you have people who are so eager to swat the shit out of the ball mm-hmm. and some uncoordinated people that are just like throwing their bodies towards towards the the person attempting to shoot the shoot a layup yeah it was like guiguos versus alphas it was crazy and yeah. i think there's a better way but i'm not going to be the one to give a shit and make all. those changes no <laughs> yeah no but there I should be it. there should be like a competitive tournament and a fun tournament like i don't know there there's a better way than just (laughs) god somebody in flip-flops and a shirt that's like barely hanging on you know because they've had it since they were in seventh grade and they're just versus jeff tice who went to cu boulder on a full ride scholarship he he did i don't think he was able to dunk he could dunk he just didn't need to He had nothing to prove. Everyone knows that Tice is the man when it comes to basketball and making posters. Comedy, not so much. But (laughs) Being a uh, dad, jury's still out. Yeah, yeah. Being secretly Australian, he excels. (laughs) But yeah, dude, that was brutal. And then we were just standing there the whole time being like, well, no one can hear the commentary. And also, you have a three-hour drive ahead of you. I have an hour and a half drive ahead of me. And there's just two... Yeah, the Nuggets game was going to be on. There's two random women also doing commentary. It was just a total cluster of fucks. But luckily, we went over there, and those we said the women had to leave or else we were going to walk. Uh, <laughs> no, they left on their own, which was cool. No, I told Elliot to get them out of there. Did you? Yeah. I was like, Broder, make them beat it. This sucks. I was <laughs> like, we're, we're wasting joined, our time. And you he were was joined like, by oh, a different no, random good. woman. <laughs> yeah, so I scrambled them out of there. I said, beat it, chicks. The wads are in town. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah. And then, then we, we said a had... bunch of mean things about people who look up to us. <laughs> well, and also I ho- I know and I hope that some of the newer comics realize, like, of course, we would have looked like Mitch Jones out there. We wouldn't have looked like Stribling. So it's not like we were. Know, dude. <laughs> oh, I know. Because the last time there was the charity basketball games, 
I sucked. I was like one for six. Eventually, yeah, you, I realized feed it to Strobel for a layup because you're blowing it. Yeah, you were like Patrick. I was kind of like Patrick. I was kind of like Kobos. Yeah. Meanwhile, I was good. Were you? I was like the white Brant Tobler. They kept calling me. <laughs> Remember when Tobler almost ripped that woman's arm out of socket? I don't know what happened there. I he, do. He, he tried looked, to break her in half. He looked at his hand afterwards like they got tangled. And it's like, yeah, I don't think that's what happened. It's the Devin Sawa defense. <laughs> Idle hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was. Uh, that yeah, that I don't think good. I ever watched it. But. I used to whack it to it. There's that scene where like the lady's getting banged in the graveyard and the hand starts honking her boob. Oh, no. And I was like, God, to be that hand. <laughs> no peen attached, no body, just a hand out in the world honking. No one can really be too <laughs> mad because the hand doesn't know any better. It doesn't have eyes. Yeah, it doesn't have morals. I'm going to look that up. Let's see. The scene? Yeah, maybe I'll screen share it with you after the pod. I did a corporate event for Dutch Brothers Coffee on Monday. Where? At the Lyric Cinema up here in Fort Collins. Oh, okay. It was Jeff Tice, Alec Flynn, David Rodriguez, and they needed some star power. So I get a call at the fucking zero hour from Rodriguez being like, can you come down to the Lyric? It's six minutes from your house. You can headline. I'll give you a nice lump of money. I was like, it's a corporate? Hell yeah. So I started Googling Dutch Brothers Wikipedia, figure out some Grants Pass, Oregon. They lost $19 million last year. So I go in with a bunch <laughs> of fucking fun facts. I get there. It's not for the upper brass of Dutch Brothers Coffee. It is for the employees of Dutch Brothers Coffee in Northern Colorado. So it's a bunch of 15 to 22-year-olds. <laughs> I, I wore my one of my cool seven-strong shirts because I was like, it's a corporate event. I'll dress up. So I show up there, and now I look like I'm trying to be cool in front of children. There's not a worse demographic to look like you're trying in front of than non-binary 19-year-olds. <laughs> They're so vicious. They eat you alive. So how it works is outside, they had a band play, which was made of Dutch Brothers employees. So everyone loves it. They're playing all the hits out there. They're like, fuck Taylor Swift. We don't want your hate speech. So I'm crossing out jokes left and right. <laughs> Rodriguez goes on first. He does fine. You know, there's a bunch of begrudging children in this room. Then Flynn goes on. And we're supposed to be PG-13. Well, old Alec Flynn goes up there batting his lashes, smiling his beautiful smile full of his shark teeth. <laughs> and just start saying you know what the fucking best part of jerking off is <laughs> he just blows it right away me and tice are sitting at separate tables as soon as he says the first fuck me and tice look at each other like <laughs> hands up in the air it's good so now we're just watching flynn because flynn goes up and he's like eh, i wish this was for dunkin donuts that's a good fucking company and everyone's <laughs> like boo yeah so we see him get he's, audibly he's he's visibly rocked up there that he's his fucking, healing healing it up yeah he was trying to fucking neg them and they're like <laughs> we don't want to be here but if there's one thing we do love besides transgender rights it is dutch brothers coffee we're all company people yeah so he's up there he eats his ass um <laughs> actually he ate his ass early but then he brought it around and they loved him at the end yeah, because he was just like a real easy to look at. He's their age. You know, he's talking about being a teacher. They're all like, you can teach me, daddy. <laughs> yeah, he gets some with his charms. And, and his also wiles. he's swearing. He's saying fuck. He's saying shit. He's saying butt. he's saying hooters. <laughs> they love him. And then they bring me up there. I'm in my cool guy shirt. What about Tice? 
Tice went up at like 5.30 before the band. Oh, okay. So Tyson, he was like a veteran at this point, you know? He was like a fucking Vietnam vet at the Iraq War Memorial. Shaking. Like, I know these horrors. I know them better than you. So I go up, and I, my opener is Dutch Brothers Coffee. I was so excited to get offered this gig because I've always wanted to do a corporate for a black-owned business. Yeah. And that hinges on the Dutch Brothers, you know? Okay. okay. So I say that, and from the HR table, I just hear a woman go, No. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, there My was a God, the emails. <laughs> so I started laughing really hard, even though the joke didn't hit, because I just right, hear this woman wearing you're... a bow tie go, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> so that that was worth the whole price of admission for me and then you know i paid to get in yeah I, I, I had to pay to come in there i donated to saint jude i paid to get in did you yeah sammy said something about uh that the players i think i asked how much money might have been raised and he said the players were supposed to donate but and no so if did. all of the Probably not, right? They're like, oh, I didn't know. I spent all this money on this hat that I wore backwards so I could fit in. <laughs> there were a bunch of people who looked like they were extras in Hey Arnold on the court. It was great. <laughs> you, you said that during the game and it ruled. Dude, remember how red Kelsey was? Oh, yeah. Kelsey was great. Kelsey was like the fucking Browns logo orange out there. She made a basket and she did. Kobos did wild. not. Patrick yeah. did not. Patrick made one free throw. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was a fun weekend and all that content is coming to our patreon patreon.com behemoth the videos are going to be uploaded uploaded this week we're going to have videos every week for you guys patrick's coming with me lun's coming to japan that'll be fucking great content um and if you want to ensure that we can eat as many noodles as possible in japan please join the patreon it's five bucks a month it's a lot of fun. 20 bucks if you want mail based from our uh, merch lady, Liz, Leslie. She's great. Join up. It's really, it's five bucks a week and we're fucking killing it. We're five bucks a month. It. Yeah. Five bucks a month. Excuse me. Uh, what are you going to do? You know, not join up. Be a total wad. <laughs> Come on. I got <laughs> to get a bunch of fucking tiny chairs made over here. All right. <laughs> Those aren't free. So please join the Patreon where we have a nice time. All right, here's Lund's dates, everybody. Well, the big one is I'll be in Eureka, California at the Savage Henry Comedy Club July 14th and 15th. So if you're anywhere in the area, if you're in the, the mountains trying to hide from what you did, <laughs> trying, trying to run as far as you can after that hit and run, uh, I'll be up there middle of July. Uh, I think it's one show each night, so... Come on through. And is that a robot meets baby production? No, it's a shut up you chowed joint. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. <laughs> uh, if this comes out tonight, I'll be in Washington, D.C. tomorrow, June 8th. Baltimore, second show added uh, on June 9th. The 10th of June, I'll be at Soul Joel's in Pottstown, Pennsylvania. Pittsburgh, June 11th, this Sunday. Next week, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, at the Laughing Tap. Fourth show added there, the 16th and 17th. 
Uh, come see us in Houston. Me and Lund will be back together in Houston at the Secret Group on the 23rd of June. Fort Worth, Texas, Dallas, Arlington, fucking Metroplex. Come out to Hyenas. You guys have been begging me to come to Dallas. We're coming to Dallas. The Brea Improv, not yet canceled on the 6th of July. <laughs> 11 tickets moved in that 550-person room. That's great. San Diego at Mike Drop. Waukesha, Wisconsin, the 13th. Detroit, Michigan. Tokyo, Japan. Australia, I'm coming down in August. All those dates are on my website. And if you want to see me in your city, send a follow request to chodedetector.org. <laughs> dot us oh god i'm gonna shit my pants we have to we have to do the ad the nice button 